Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 94. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan. Welcome. So happy you're here for another episode. This is a great episode because my girl, Christina Hollinger, is the guest. She is the guest of honor. Episode 94. I am so stoked about this. Seriously, Christina and I have actually worked together. Like she was a client of mine. We worked on some of her business stuff, social media stuff. She's also a member of my membership, Small Biz Social Society. She's a rock star member, um, such a leader in that community. And she is a feng shui expert. Okay. So here's the deal. If you're like me and you're like 40 plus, I'm 40 exactly, by the way, um, you might hear feng shui and not get it, right? Like you might think it's just like about rearranging your furniture or something. (laughs) That's what I used to think until Christina showed me the light. And I'm so glad she did. It's really, really fascinating. I'm not going to try to break it down specifically for you. I'm going to let her do that because I will ruin it. She does it so well. But basically what she's doing today is she's talking to us about our work spaces, our, our home offices, the area that we work in and all that. And, and she's really giving us some good ideas on how to optimize that space and really make the most of it and the best of it. Um, and you know, I know that, you know, things have been (laughs) weird. That's like to say the least for a little while now. And so, um, there's a lot of changes that everybody's been going through, including working from home when maybe you've never done that before. So there's all kinds of interesting situations that different people are in, and she's really here to help us optimize our workspace and really, um, do great things with it. So I'm really excited for you to hear that. And that is coming up here in just a few minutes. First of all, a little housekeeping. If you listen to the show on iTunes or on Apple podcasts, please, please, please go in there and give us a five-star rating and review, like a little review, like a sentence or two. This is so helpful in iTunes to, you know, increase visibility of the show and also to help those potential listeners that are considering listening know that it's a great show and that you love it. So I would really appreciate that. Or, and, or you can also share it in your Instagram stories. That would be amazing. All you do is right now you take a screenshot of your phone, you know, just like showing that you're listening to the show and then share that screenshot into your Instagram stories and tag the show and tag me. So the show is at the social sunshine podcast and I am at Brittany Crossan. That would be amazing. Um, I appreciate you so much because like I've said before, you know, together you and I, we are going to grow this show from having thousands of listeners to millions of listeners faux show. Um, before we before we get to my, my chat with Christina, I want to talk to you about something that's important for just a few minutes. What if you are not only a business owner like I am, but a super ambitious business owner, someone with big visions, big dreams and goals, right? Um, big, 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 huge, huge stuff, right? And to us, 
me and you, since we are super ambitious, those probably seem like pretty normal goals to us. But I think to the rest of the population, they would all say that we are we are the people with the huge vision for our lives and for our loved ones' lives. And I've been thinking about this a lot. Well, I always, you know, I'm always thinking, like overthinking, thinking, analyzing all these things. I've been thinking about this particular topic for a long time on and off, you know, a couple of years now, um, really, really looking at it and trying to learn how to handle that, how to handle being a super ambitious person with huge visions, um, how to handle that around others. Okay. Especially loved ones. So here's the deal. It's interesting because my friend Carly Zerker, who is on Instagram, Carly Zerker, she, um, she and I are so connected. We always seem to kind of like be on the same page. We have, um, a similar feeling about this topic about, um, you know, having huge plans for your life and accomplishing all these amazing goals and doing all the amazing things. And, um, I had been thinking about this specifically, recently, like even more so than normal. And she actually posted about it. And it was about basically like, don't dim your light, you know, how she used to dim her light, like around others, maybe like, you know, we've probably all done it where, you know, you don't really, you don't really like let it all hang out there. Maybe you hold back a little, especially around certain people, um, and so on and so forth. Right. And I was telling her, wow, girl, I have been thinking about this. Oh my gosh. And that's essentially what what I'm talking about today because I am guilty of this. I am definitely guilty of dimming my light. And I have probably always been guilty of that. I'm not guilty of it um, when I'm alone creating content. If you follow me on social media, especially on Instagram, then you know that um, clearly I'm not dimming any sort of light whenever I'm creating, you know, fun reels, videos, and TikTok videos that are high energy and that I'm performing and I'm smiling with you and really having a good time. There's no dim light there. It's definitely shining bright, but it's about when we get into situations around others. And I want to offer you up some encouragement because look, you and and me both, we we have people in our life that we love and that love us and that want great things for us and we want great things for them and and you know um all of all of the positive feelings are there we we do just about anything for each other i mean these are you know close people right close friends and family and we we all have that in our life but they're not always going to get it they're not always going to fully understand what it's like to be you, to be you, you super ambitious person with huge visions, you know, of how you're going to impact not only your own family and help them, but the world. And I know a lot of you out there listening feel that way because that's why you and I are buddies. We both feel that way. We know we're world changers, right? And what I'm guilty of is I definitely, I will definitely play things down. Um, I don't know if you ever do this, but like, like if we're hanging out with friends, these friends that we love so much and that love us and we have so much fun 
And, but like if something comes up about business or if something had happened that day that was like really exciting, you know, especially on social media, like some sort of big video I did or something like that, I just, I just tend to dim that light. And look, we, we don't, you know, we want to always listen just the way we talk, right? With loved ones. So, I mean, no matter what, we don't want to just be like me, me, me. We want to also be an ear to listen to them in their life, of course. But I've made a vow to myself to work on this and I want you to work on it as well because you might assume that just because those loved ones don't totally get it, they're not you. Maybe they're not as ambitious as you. Maybe they're living life a different way, a little more, you know, relaxed. <laughs> and they're not like, you know, like I've said before, like being like a female Tony Robbins type. Like m- maybe they're not going for that. Maybe they don't want to be Oprah. <laughs> and that's okay. They may still be super supportive. You just never know. And why dim that down when that's who you are? I kind of feel like a way to tell like who you really are and also want to to be now and continue to be in the world, how you can kind of find that version of yourself is when you're creating content. That's what's actually so cool about how you and I get to create content for social media. We get to be in these videos that we're making. And a lot of times we're alone in the videos, right? Because we're just like working in our home office or something and we're making videos. And the way that you present yourself there tends to be, you know, like when nobody's watching, like live, nobody's there with you, right? You're like alone filming, okay? You're not on the spot. There's nobody around. That tends to be the way that is like the true you, That's what I have found. So the true Brittany is the one that is filming these videos, high energy, you know, dancing um, and and doing all the things and and, and spreading the the joy and the, the hope and encouragement. And the other version that sometimes I am around other people is a dimmed down version. So it's not the opposite way around, right? It's not like the true version of you is the dimmed down and the amped up one is like fake. That's not, that's not the case. I know it's not the case for you and it's not the case for me. So just think about who you are when nobody's watching. I mean, maybe they're going to watch later if it's a video, but you know what I'm saying? When nobody's watching, aren't you in your car having a rock concert by yourself? Nobody's watching. You're filming, you know, a bunch of TikTok or Instagram Reels videos and 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 you're excited about your content and about showing it to your audience and you're doing your thing. Isn't that isn't that you? So here's here's my advice to you and I'm going to do the same thing. We're going to work on this. We're going to work on not dimming our light. We're going to work on shining bright just the way that we were meant to shine. And there is nothing wrong with being the brightest star in the room, on the street, in the town, in the county, in the state. It doesn't matter. There's nothing wrong with that. It's exciting. And if, 
if, if, if the reaction from your loved ones, fuck the strangers. I mean, maybe there's shitty reactions from strangers, but I don't talk about them. Fuck that. If people are, you know, trolls on the internet, that's a whole other story. Fuck that. But if your reaction, the reaction from your loved ones isn't quite what you'd hoped for when you really let your true light shine around everyone, that's okay. You get into troubled waters when, you know, somebody's, you know, being a hater or something, but sometimes people just don't get it. So they might just be like, that's great. Congratulations on your Reels video that went viral. Neat. And then they just move on because they just don't understand (laughs) how hard you worked at that and all the things you've been through and how vulnerable you had to get and all of your big visions and how exciting it is to see all of it coming to fruition. They just may not get it. And that's okay. As long as nobody being a hater, it's fine. And before before I shut my mouth on this, because I could talk about this forever and I won't, don't worry. Sometimes compartmentalizing is helpful when it comes to this sort of thing. So, you know, you've made this, you've made this commitment. You're not going to dim your light. You're going to be you. You're going to shine like the bright star you are, right? You've done all that. Cool. All right. And that's how you're, that's how you're showing up around your loved ones in real life, not just on social media. And maybe you don't get the reaction that you might've hoped for. And maybe they're just not quite as excited as you because really nobody's going to be as excited as you are, of course. Sometimes you have to put people in compartments. I know that there are just a few people that I can just like lay it all out there and we'll have a good talk about it, right? It's not about keeping anything from somebody else. It's just that some people in your life are good for certain things. And I think that that's okay. I think that we tend to expect everyone to be all the things to us. Like if you are in my inner circle and you are tight with me, then you should do A, B, C, D, E, F, G for me, right? But that's not the case. And that's okay, right? Over time, we learn, oh, this person is good to go to when I need help with this. This person is good to go celebrate with because they always always want to celebrate me and I always want to celebrate them. This person is good to go to whenever my anxiety is up high because they know what it feels like. This person is good to go to to talk about parenting stuff because they're also a parent and they get it. You see what I'm saying? So even though you're doing a great job showing up as the bright shining star that you are, you're not always just going to get like a freaking party every time you walk in the room, even though, I mean, I think you should. We should all have like intro music as we walk into any room. Duh. But not everybody feels that way. So think about it this way. You know, um, uh, don't let it bog you down too much. As long as you have a, have a good feeling in your gut and your heart about the loved ones in your life and there's no actual like hate and like um, actual legit issues going on, just 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 compartmentalize. Just make sure you've got somebody to go to. Somebody to go to about those huge visions and dreams and goals of yours. You really, really need to have somebody to go to because it feels so good when you can just openly talk about all of the amazing things with somebody else that understands. And if you don't have somebody, DM me. 
DM me at Brittany Crossan on Instagram. I'm there for you. Okay. That's it for this little uh, pep talk today. I hope that that helps you. I hope it encourages you. And coming up next is my talk with Christina Hollier. Today's guest is a Red Ribbon professional member of the International Feng Shui Guild and author of Teaching from the Heart with Feng Shui. She is also an affiliate with the Astro Twins, the official astrologers of L. Most recently, she joined forces with interior designer Allison Victoria on HGTV's Windy City Rehab. In addition to spreading the magic of Feng Shui, she works in public education as a social emotional learning coordinator. When she's not working, you can find her with her two young children, her husband, and their 11-year-old dog, Huey. And fun facts, y'all. She's a major Starbucks snob and a Gabby Bernstein spirit junkie. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Christina Hollinger. Hey, thanks, Brittany. <laughs> I'm laughing for those of you listening because that was the third time I went through her introduction, just to be real. Um, I totally screwed <laughs> it up the first times, but like you said, third time's a charm. Exactly. Well, I'm psyched <laughs> to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy that you're here. So Christine and I have known each other a while. We've worked together on our social media. She's a superstar member of my membership and she's just a cool gal all around. I've learned so much from, I'm so happy that you are here and you're going to talk about feng shui and really how it can help business owners and all of that jazz. So let's dive in. First of all, if you would just please humor me and everyone and just tell us what the hell feng shui is just in case someone doesn't know. <laughs> I know I'm actually really excited. So for anyone who is um, tuning in today, and if you've never heard of feng shui, I'm like so grateful that you're here and that I get to be the one to introduce you to it. Um, I actually found feng shui myself in 2012. Um, my husband and I had just gotten married and I just got a new teaching job which was my dream job at the time. And things start like, they seems to be going really well, but just deep down something was missing. And at that moment, I had heard of this thing called feng shui. We were living in the South loop. Um, I would looked around our loft apartment. I was like, you know what? I'm going to spruce up this place and make it just feel more welcoming. And I had heard that this thing called feng shui would help the energy flow and just make it feel good too. So I actually found feng shui on Google and I applied some of the principles. Um, you can design your home with different shapes and colors and arrange your furniture in certain ways uh, just to help the energy flow. And it really did work. It looked a lot nicer after I did the feng shui adjustments. Okay. But what really got me hooked was within three to six months, I just experienced a total whirlwind. Um, my husband got an unexpected promotion. We found out we were expecting our first baby. We bought our first house with grace and ease. And so all of these things just kind of, I just got unstuck. And that's when I knew there was something to it. So that's how I got hooked on feng shui. And essentially that's kind of just what it is. It's, it's, this, it's this design technique, but it's also a manifesting method. That's cool. That is, that is kind of both. I've never heard it explained like that. I love that. Um, you know, and it's funny cause probably most people listening, um, that are, you know, that aren't familiar with it, just like how I used to be before I met you, we probably thought of it like back in the day we would hear, like, it's just about the way you arrange your furniture. Like that was what you would hear, like on a movie or some, you know what I mean? Like random stuff. And we, nobody ever explained anything further. It was like, okay, what do you, 
that's it. And I'm so thankful that I know you and that I've learned from following you on Instagram, from talking to you and all that stuff, that it's, that's not just it. Like <laughs> it's much more than that. Um, okay. So, so that was a little while back then, like about how many, so that was when y'all were expecting your first baby. So about how many years ago was that? It's been about 10 years that I've been practicing. And so maybe I guess you did say this in the bio um, and I did explain that I was a teacher at the time. Yeah. Um, Basically, you know, when something works for me, I just can't keep it to myself. So even though I was a Google guru for a while doing feng shui, I quickly decided I needed to get certified. um, And I became a certified practitioner uh, through the feng shui school of Chicago wrote my first book pretty quickly. And it was just my mission to, and my, I published my book in 2017. It was just my mission from that point on just to share this ancient wisdom that's been around for thousands of years, but I like to share it in a modern way that's really accessible. And I just want to help people. I know I said it already, but I really want to help people get unstuck because I truly believe that that's what's worked for me. I've been in a constant state of growth and expansion ever since I started. So I love that so much. I love that you're so generous with it too. Like you said, you want, like, this is a big deal to you. You feel this deep desire to tell people how it helped you, how, you know, how they, how they can find help and abundance and whatnot from, from it. And, you know, because not everybody does that, right? Like, I think that, because I mean, obviously you also do, do uh, feng shui related things as a business as well. Right. So what I find to be interesting is a lot of people that are experts in whatever they do um, and they, it's a business, right? So like, sometimes they, you know, they have paying clients or whatever, they don't want to share too much on social media, it, this is a funny thing that me and some other marketers have kind of laughed about. They don't want to share too much because they're like, oh, well, no, I want to charge people. Like I shouldn't give it away for free, but people aren't going to like, they're still going to buy your stuff. <laughs> like that's the reason why people want to, right? So I love that you're so generous. You're like, yes, it's a business, but I'm here on Instagram every day, just sharing because, because you feel so passionate about it, right? Cause you know what it did for you. Yeah. And you know what the truth of the matter is that there's so much to share that that's why I, I, and and this is, I swear to you, it's not a pitch, but I created this nine day feng shui method with professor Tom. So professor Thomas Lin Young brought BTB school feng shui to the United States in the 1980s. And that's what I teach. That's what I practice. So he has some secret mantras and blessings and meditations. And there's a lot of you know, adjustments that are invisible feng shui adjustments or cures, we call them that I don't, you know, create reels about. And I don't share (laughs) everything because, you know, it is a practice that has been around for thousands of years. So there's a lot to it. So I think I share generously a lot of practical tips with the masses. And then if you want to go deeper, I've definitely created space for that as well. So I don't really feel too bad about sharing. And, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I do think that that's a really important part of being an entrepreneur. It's like you have to give a lot away, like 99% of, 99% of the time right. you're giving things away. So, right. well, and, and, and to anybody out there worried about that kind of thing, still like stop people. The thing, like, I could go out there and I could tell somebody exactly what to do, in my opinion, just like based on my experience, right? With their Instagram account and exact, I could literally, I could write a novel and give you step-by-step data, but most people aren't going to actually implement. They, they're taking little parts and stuff like that. So to anybody out there, that's not, that's not taking a page from Christina's book. That's not sharing. 
think about it, reconsider it. I just want to point that out. It's not really about feng shui, but I just appreciate that about you because you're always showing up, you know, giving good information that's going to help somebody. There's things you've said that you probably think are just like, you know, to you, they're maybe like, maybe a little bit more simple of, of a tip or guidance. Right. But then like, I hear it and I'm like, oh, hell, that's so good. Yes. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like things that work. So I actually, I, you know, love talking with my friends, my feng shui friends on social media. I'm going to drop Amanda Giddy Peters name. Like she always, she's been in doing this business for 15 years now. And she taught me this little tip about like placing plants in clusters together. So that like, if you want to have more opportunities to collaborate with like-minded individuals or have more networking opportunities, you place groups of plants together with that intention. And within a week of doing that, I was invited to be a keynote speaker at the London School of Feng Shui International Summit. I was like, oh my gosh, this shit works. Am I allowed to swear on here? <laughs> I love it. You, you have moments where you're like, wow. <laughs> it does. It really takes me back sometimes because I'll just, there's all these little, it doesn't have, it can be very simple things that just you try it and then it, it blows your mind how quickly it can work sometimes too. So, I mean, I'm not going to try to, you know, I just want to let you know that I am here to like help any of your listeners with kind of getting a general understanding of how they could use this in their home office or in their workspace, because I think that this is a really powerful tool to help you in your business. Okay, good. Well then let's dive in. So, um, clearly, you know, somebody like me was already, um, working at home, uh, before, you know, what, um, <laughs> happened. <laughs> and then, um, now even more so it's even more, uh, common for that to be going on. It's kind of cool, you know, efficient for, for a lot of businesses, but that means we have to have a little space. We have, maybe some people have a great, awesome office. Some people don't. Can you just talk to me about that, about somebody choosing their space, how they can use some principles of feng shui to, um, make it, make it, I don't know, make it, what, what do you think there, what's the goal? Like, what can it help you do if you apply feng shui to your office space? So, and I understand this, like, you know, some people are working from home and like they have to work from their dining room or kitchen table and things yeah. like that. So I think that um, I'm going to go a little out of order here. I think that the first thing I would like to share with listeners is this is all about having energetic support. And when you feel energetically supported, you're going to have more confidence and more clarity. And when you have um, more confidence and clarity, then you become more of a magnet for what you desire. You become more attracted to abundance becomes more attracted to you and opportunities come more are, are more attracted to you as well. Um, so you're really able to communicate more clearly what your ideas are. Um, so how do you get that energetic support? This can be done anywhere. It could be done at your dining room table. It could be done in a home office space, but the idea is to put yourself in the power position. So the functioning power position is when you sit with a mountain behind you. And of course, it's a figurative language, but a mountain would be like a solid wall. So for many, many years, it was just natural for me to take my desk or my husband's desk and just push it against the wall. And that's really not going to be the best position because your back is to the rest of the room. And the idea is if your back is to a wall, 
first of all, you feel more energetically supported, but then also you want to be able to see the entrance of the room. It doesn't have to be directly in front of you. The entrance can be off to the side, but as long as you can see who's entering and exiting, then that is thought to be the power position. Okay, great. That's a good start. And, and I, hey, that's how I, I, I got that going on right now. <laughs> and then All right, good. The room is right here beside me. I got a wall behind me. Okay, I'm on track. <laughs> so far, so good. And you know, um, you can even do this at a restaurant. Like, you know, you can sit down and whenever you're sitting at a restaurant and if you can see the entrance of like your back isn't to like the rest of the room, then, yeah. you know, that's a good thing. You want, you can see out that's really auspicious. Okay. So good for business meetings as well. Um, I wanted to also share this. So part of my, I'm going to get in the Bagel map. I have to get in the Bagel map because that's what drew me into feng shui. It's the most fascinating part of it. And it can be really simple, um, but I really want to highlight. Normally, I'm not big into compass directions because the uh, school of feng shui that I teach is not really about that. That can get very complicated. But I was just thinking once this podcast airs, I'll put something on my Instagram about best directions, because this is just kind of a fun thing for people to figure out. All of us have four best directions. So you have a personal best direction for success, relationships, personal development, and health. So my husband and I just right before COVID, we didn't know it was coming, obviously, but we decided to update our home office. So we literally decluttered, took everything out. I collaborated with collaborated with an interior designer and we put my desk in the power position, but I also tried to have it face so that I could face into like my success direction when I'm ah. working. So if you know this, there's like a little formula to figure out what it's called your quad number. But once you figure it out, you can kind of go, oh, I'm going to sit in my success direction if I have an important phone call or a pitch I need to do. Or maybe you want to sit in your relationship direction if you're trying to collaborate or work together productively with someone from work. Um, and of course, personal development, that's great if you're taking any ongoing coursework or something like that. So um, that's a really fun one to share. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. So you, I mean, okay. So we, so maybe we can, I'll touch or put it in the show notes or something. Okay. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll put it in there and we'll figure out how people can go and look at that. That is so cool. I didn't know. Oh my gosh. You're getting me excited. I get very excited about all of this. <laughs> and you can't well, tell because I'm like commenting on every Instagram post of yours. I'm like, yes, yes. I love this. Okay. Sorry. I will not interrupt you anymore. Moving no, it's good. It's super empowering. It's empowering information. It really and I mean, like I said, you can, you know, my, I, I know I mentioned Amanda already once, but she started as a feng shui skeptic. Like she was going to blog about how like she was like anti, not anti feng shui, but like this is all woo woo and blah, blah, blah. And she started <laughs> applying it and then like crazy stuff started happening like in the best possible way. And she's like, um, no, she sw switched her skepticism to like an advocate for the whole thing. So I just feel like if there are skeptics out there, I'm not here to like change anybody's mindset, but I just feel like why not give it a try? Because what do you have to lose? Yes. And sometimes I just feel like this is a great opportunity, especially people who like law of attraction and all that. This is just like a quote unquote new manifesting method to try. If you've never tried from shade before, why not? I'm glad that you said that. Cause I was going to ask you what you would say to skeptics. So I agree. What do you have to lose? Like, why not go for it? Exactly. So 
Um, and thank you. And I also want to say it's not to be like dropping names or anything, but, um, hey girl, drop I'm, the names. It's cool. I'm going to, so, well, you know, Jessica swag is a Forbes recognized personal branding expert. She's the CEO and founder of the simply be agency. She's here in Chicago where I am. And, you know, she called me up to work with me and I was so grateful to work with her. She has a seven figure business and she understands how powerful energy is. And she understands how important it is. She had me actually feng shui her home because I agree with her. Our home should be a a sanctuary. And I always tell people to start at home first, you know, if you're before you feng shui your office or something like that, because that's really where the manifesting happens. It's where you need to rejuvenate and revive yourself. But I'm just bringing this up just to say, like, it really isn't just like this woo-woo stuff, like only certain people do it. Like, this is really an opportunity that you can, like, if you're listening to this podcast, I feel like you're one of the lucky ones that are learning about this right now and just take advantage of it, you know? Yep, I agree. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I agree. So let's talk about the bag of math. Yes, let's please, because I think this is so cool. You're the, you actually, you introduced me to all of these things. I didn't know any of this at all. So I liked it whenever I started learning about this from you. And I started, I'd like everyone's why I tell you, I'd be like, oh, over in my area of blah, 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 this is this. And, you know, and I would get excited about it. So once I'm so excited for you to share and I will shut up, please share. <laughs> that, so that's what got me really hooked with feng shui is when I told you about in 2012, when I was in the South Loop of Chicago, looking it up, I learned about the Bagua map right away. And that's when I was like, what? Essentially what it is, is you have nine areas of life. And those nine areas of life are represented in different parts of your home. So the Bagua map is this nine square grid, if you can imagine like a tic-tac-toe. And you can lay it on the floor plan of your house. And I can explain it real simply how you would do this. Uh, everyone wants to know where their wealth area is. So I'm going to help everyone find that because that's important. Yes, please. But <laughs> yes, there's nine areas, including some of the highlighted areas. There's um, an area for your career, wealth, and relationships. And those, you know, but that's not all nine, but that's some of them. So when you walk into the front door of your home, imagine... Everyone listeners visualize you're walking into the front door of your home. And as you look into your home, the far back left area of your home is the wealth area. And as you look into your home, the far back right area of your home is the relationship area. Now, I did say I want to apply this to business owners and entrepreneurs at work. Well, you can do the same thing just walking into your home office as well. The Bagua map can be laid just on one room. So let's visualize if you have a home office, you know, you walk into the door of your office or the entrance of your office and the far back left area of your office space is the wealth area and the far back right area is the relationship. Now, one more thing, Brittany, I know, I feel like I'm getting a little bit deep here, but I think that I need to make this applicable to anyone listening. So you might not have an office. So everyone hopefully has at least a table or some type of desk they're working at. Yeah. So you can do the same thing with the bag map. You can literally lay the bag map on your desk. So when you're sitting at your desk, that's considered like the entrance of your desk, right? right. So the far back left area of your desk is the wealth and the far back right area of your desk is the relationship. 
And that will hopefully help you orient a little bit. Um, and then the front and center area is the career. So that's kind of like just kind of the introduction of how you would use the Bagwell map to really help you to see how you could activate those spaces either in your home, your office, or even just on your desk. Okay. Okay. Got it. So this, this is interesting to me because this is why I got excited when you started explaining this to me a while back, because the, it's weird that the far left area of my whole home, if you're applying it to my entire home is our kitchen and eating it. Yeah. The kitchen and dining are like connected and that's what that is, which is interesting that that's the wealth, but whatever. I don't know. Maybe you understand. And then the far back right is our master bedroom. So it's like, if that's a relationship area, I feel like that's right. That's good, right? Like, that's really auspicious. Like, Absolutely. Have this house, like have a bag one map. And, like, it's amazing. Yeah. And for anyone listening, if you have a, if you have a dining room that represents the abundance in your home. And if you don't have a dining room, the kitchen table represents the abundance or wealth in your home. And so it's really auspicious to like put a mirror to um, amplify the money in your home by doing that. Um, but anyway, I think that having a kitchen in the far back area of your home is very auspicious. Um, the stove represents money coming in your home. So the further back the stove is in the house, the more secure your finances are. But I always say, like, I really hope if there's a listener that's like, ah, oh, shit, you know, my stove is like right when you walk in, like, <laughs> it's okay. Like in feng shui, there's always a cure. Like there's no perfect feng shui, anything like there's always a cure for everything. So if you, if you listen to any of this, please don't freak out. If you can always DM me, I'm pretty accessible, or you could just go to my site and reach out to me and like, I can help you through this. Don't okay. worry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. So, so let's say, um, whether someone is, or I just have a quick question, if you don't mind, <clears throat> whether someone is looking at their entire house, just the office space area or what, whichever way they're looking at the map, um, and applying it, what you may have already, we're going to tell me this. So, but what did it, what does it mean? Like, so you're like, well, okay. The far back left is your wealth area. Like, okay. If somebody's like, and what does that mean? What do I do about that? <laughs> Perfect question. And by the way, so people are like, totally lost. I'm a very visual learner. If you yeah. go to christinahollier.com or you look at me on Instagram, you can literally download my free feng shui 101 guide. And it's like, it's super short and sweet. Yes. You can get a free bagel map instantly. As you're listening to this podcast, you can literally be looking at the bagel map That's now if you idea. find me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so literally the first step is just to look at the bagel map and figure out where your wealth area is and everything. And to your question, Brittany, the second step, I've generated three steps that okay. I think in my personal experience of 10 years of doing this, this is how I like to share it. First, you get the bagel map. The second step I would say would be to apply the elements. Okay. So in feng shui, there are five elements and you can represent the elements in three different ways. So every element can be represented by shape, color, or the actual element itself. Okay. So to your point, if I know the wealth area of my home office or of my home, that's activated by the wood element. And it's also supported by water. Usually there's like a primary element and then there's another element that could work as well. So to represent wood, the shape would be a vertical rectangle. So you're thinking of like a tree kind of growing up. 
Um, the color would be green, but also wealth could be represented with purple and gold if you like those colors. <laughs> And then the third way to represent wood element would be through actual wood, like the furniture that you're using or um, a wood little bonsai tree or a bamboo plant represents the wood element because it's that vertical rectangle. And bamboo is actually great in the wealth area because it's hollow on the inside. So it represents the openness to receive. Cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So we can do bamboo <laughs> I mean I'm in like I need to go I need to go buy me some bamboo <laughs> why not it's like simple and I mean do do whatever is your taste and your style and yeah. I like to share that the shape is actually the most important thing so like if you're not into purple like I don't know if listeners probably listeners aren't going to be able to see this but I have like this deep green wall behind me because I am in my wealth area I do have a green wall because I like the feature color but if that's not your style, you can literally just have like a picture frame that's like a, you know, vertical rectangle to represent the wood element. And it could be in neutral colors. You don't have to like have everything color coded in every single gua. Just really pay attention to the shape. That's really key. It just dawned on me that I actually have that in that area and I didn't even mean to. Oh my goodness. I'm telling you, you love when that happens. A thing. we're meant to be baby. <laughs> That's why things are going in your favor, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, Ooh, I think I should hang this here. And, and you know, what's so funny is that the thing that's hung there and in that shape, but actually I think it is really more neutral colors. Probably it's just something that I had that fit there. And I just felt for some reason the other day, it was only been a few weeks ago. I was like, you know, I need to hang this it's not, you know, it's getting wasted away, just chilling over here, leaning on the wall. And look at this, it fits perfectly right here. And I'm thinking now, and it's like, wow, I hung that right there, right by our ta kitchen table, <laughs> the whole thing. So this is beautiful. I love that. And, you know, I've seen pictures on Instagram, your kitchen table, and you have all this beautiful windows. You have the shape of those windows are that vertical yep. shape as well. And light, sometimes feng shui can just be so simple. Like, People, I have to tell clients all the time, like open up your shades, like let the light in. Light is a free, immediate chi booster. And chi is another word for energy, right? So opening up the shades, having some nice natural lighting. These are things that are very simple, but they will really keep the energy flowing. And when you feel good in your space and you feel inspired, that's really the most important thing because that's when you become a magnet for what you desire, when you feel good. Right. Um, and, and that's really what I want to also say to people listening is if you're freaking out about what shape, what color, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do? Your intention is powerful. And that would actually lend, this leads me into like the third step of what I would do okay. if I was going to apply the Bagua map. Um, I would set my intention for what I desire and clean that space, edit it, declutter it, and clean it with the intention of what you want to make space for. So I know my wealth area is in the far back left area of my office or my home. How is it looking? How is it feeling? Do you feel inspired there? Is there anything that's taking up space that doesn't make you feel good? Um, that would be a perfect opportunity to, you know, donate some things that aren't fitting your life story anymore or the narrative that you want to be living and even just literally cleaning, like vacuuming and dusting, that's going to activate the space and it's going to make space for 
new abundance and new opportunities to come into your life. Okay. Okay, cool. I got it. Um, so what do you think that like, if so, can I ask you a question Did we went through all three, right? Yes. We, yeah. I kind of, I was like, I have to get through all three and then now yeah. it's free reign territory. Go for it. <laughs> well, so I'm trying to think of what somebody might be thinking out there so I can kind of speak on their behalf if I can, and, and just like give you some questions that, that would come up. So if somebody's like, okay, I get it. Cool. Like I want to think about the wealth area, you know, I'm a business owner. I want to make good money. I want to do all these good things. I'm going to go to this area. I'm going to clean it up. I'm going to have my rectangular thing, you know, all the things you said. If so, I know you can't guarantee anything and I know that it depends upon the person, the situation, but like what, what might someone, how, what kind of intention should they go in basically with so that they, cause I feel like people are gonna be like, okay, I went over to this place at this space of my house and I put this thing on the wall and, da, da, and I should be able to snap my fingers and magic happens. Right. Mm-hmm. But I want you to speak to that about how it's not, I mean, cause I know it's not necessarily like that because you said, you know, your intention matters a lot. So how can some, what could someone expect in a, why? No, this is important because, because I don't, don't want to, like, I understand that you yeah. can't, you know, it's going to vary. So everybody's going to be like, well, I don't know what's supposed to happen, right? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going to happen in my life. And this, this takes some practice. This is exercising our faith muscles a little bit here, because, you know, I shared with you at the beginning, fun fact, I'm a Gabby Bernstein spirit junkie. And really she's my spiritual teacher. And she just kind of teaches us how to, you know, you trust Once you put an adjustment in place and you set your intention for what it is that you wish to attract into your life, the rest is up to a higher power. The rest is up to the energy to support you. And you have to trust that everything is happening and unfolding in perfect timing, which is not always easy because we always want things immediately. Um, Just a real quick example. When I told you we updated our, our home office right before COVID, Our home office is in our wealth area. And this is not even a joke. We did our home office update in January. And within less than a year, my husband ended up getting a promotion. And I mean, these are just things that like, we didn't like, he didn't know it was going to happen. We didn't know that that job was going to, that position was going to open up. We didn't control any of it, but it just happened. So I think you just have to let go and trust that things are getting worked out and the puzzle pieces are working. Now, I think if anything huge like that happens in under a year, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. Um, Cause sometimes it doesn't. I also have another story of in 2016, I was pregnant with Henry. That's my second child. Um, and we decided to put our house on the market and we sold it in under a week because we feng it. It was wonderful. It was perfect. We got like offers over asking. Well, within the same week, we put an offer on our dream home and my husband found out he was losing his job. It was like horrible, right? It's like, what the hell? What kind of feng shui was this? But what ended up happening, and I talk about this story in my book, what ended up happening was I had this epiphany. Now I'm not going to get into too many details, but I had this epiphany that my husband was facing the Grand Duke of Jupiter when he was sitting. So I moved, we rearranged his office. We ended up moving from our home into like an apartment until we could find a new home. He ended up getting a new job that had better benefits, 
higher pay, all good things happened. We ended up buying a house that was even better than the original house we were supposed to buy. So it all worked out. But these sometimes, sometimes when we tell the universe that we're ready to level up, sometimes things get really switched around. And I felt like I use this analogy. I felt like, um, you know, we were just in this snow globe and like someone from, you know, up above was just shaking up our lives. But it was also that the pieces could fall into place in such a perfect way that literally we couldn't really control. So um, that probably wasn't a story that you were probably expecting, but I just, I've lived this for 10 years. So, you know, instant gratification is nice and it does happen. But I also know that, you know, sometimes when we're ready to level up, things happen in unique timing. Perfect timing is what we like to call it. (laughs) Right. No, no, that's perfect. I was like stumbling over my words asking you because I I had so many thoughts, but also I I wanted to get it right. And and you, you hit the nail on the head. That's, that's exactly what I was looking for. Cause I, I think that just practically someone's mind that's not familiar with this, that's not into it, that doesn't really know what's going on is totally new to this is going to be like, well, what the hell is supposed to happen? So I like that you gave those examples that really helps somebody out there understand, you know, the possibility and everything. And I love the hope in that message of the snow globe being shaken up and things are like feeling so crazy and chaotic, maybe for a short time. And then the dust settles and it makes more sense. I've personally gone through that, um, yeah. not too long ago. So I totally, understand. if only we could live our life backwards. Right. But I, I, I like to think like, you know, trusting creative solutions and possibilities because part sometimes, I think a lot of the time, what really happens with feng shui is you'll get inspiration and you'll get inspired to take a course that you weren't necessarily thinking about, or you'll get inspired to work with someone or collaborate with somebody or people will come into your life that you never knew before. And it's like, because you're just, your peripheral vision just kind of expands and you just kind of start to see things that might've been in front of your face the whole time. You just were not open to seeing it. And it's a really exciting thing. I just, feng shui is extremely expansive process and you can take it as little as you want and you can do as little as you want or you can go as deep into it as you want. Um, I just know I'm here for the ride. It's pretty fun. <laughs> I am too. I'm right behind you, sister. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm really thankful that I know you just in general because I adore you, but also I just I just love learning all of this stuff. I'm so excited about it. So before I let you go, um, I'm just gonna put you on the spot. Like just a couple of quick tips, like a, a couple of quick practical things for someone's home office space, whether it's a full on office or it's a little nook or it's a whatever they got going on. And what, I mean, would some practical things be like, make sure it's nice and neat a clean, you know, a a plant, like just a a few little quick things that somebody could really go and just do like today if they want to. Well, you know what I do, when you talk about having a decluttered space and having a neat space, of course, that's really important, but I love this idea of making sure that you shut it down so that when you are done with work for the day, you really like, you turn everything off and you put everything away so that it's a completely fresh start for the next day. But then it also just like will help you to detach from work, especially if you are still working, you know, from your kitchen table or things like that lately. Like if you could just clean it up to the best of your ability when you're done, even if you're like, oh, I'm just going to step away for dinner. I'm going to come back to this. Still put it away so that you can really detach when you go to dinner and then come back to it. And, you know, some, a lot of the times that kind of stuff happens and we never come back to it. 
Right. Right. Um, you know, another one that I love to say is I know bamboo might not be everyone's favorite plant, but having a live plant, I don't, you know, I, I also work in a school district where we have fluorescent lighting and I work in a cubicle and it's like bamboo is so sturdy and it will actually last for a long time. So as I said earlier, it represents wealth and growth of finances. So having a bamboo plant is great and putting a red string around it. Red is an activating color. So go for it. Um, And it really is a nice little thing to add to your desk. If you don't already have a live plant in your space. Okay. I don't. So, okay. I need to work on that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then I'll say one more thing, and you know, Brittany, like obviously I got on HGTV because of feng shui. Right. But I would also like to say, like, I pitched myself to Alison Victoria. Like I saw her in a shop and like had a conversation, a real conversation with her. And it really is because I set my intention to help. I really wanted, I was ready to be seen. I was ready to help more people understand that feng shui is something that can be a practical tool and what better way to share something than go on HGTV, right? So I just want to share, like, I do believe that um, feng shui can help anybody. Obviously not everyone's dream is to go on HGTV, but whatever your biggest dreams are, I just really want to encourage people to dream big and to really set those intentions and to not be afraid to try it. So you asked me what are some quick tips and I know I'm kind of long-winded, but I just want to share like, you know, I did a space clearing thing with Allison Victoria on HGTV. You don't have to do a full out space clearing, but I I watched it. Yes. (laughs) I have my sage spray, you know, you can get something to clear the energy of your workspace, um, especially after a really intense conversation. Um, And then the final thing I'll share too, is I really am a fan of the fire element So um, you can't even see it now, but I did post right before this interview, like the, a little look of my setup before this interview, but I like to like candles, like one or two candles because the fire element really activates fame and reputation and how you're seen in the world. So whenever clients come to me asking for changes or shifts in their career, even though water represents money and career, I also tell them to look in their fame and reputation space and light a candle before an interview or light a candle before, you know, you're going to be talking with someone because it's all about how the world perceives you and you want to be seen in the best possible light in order to move up in your career. So if you do work in a space where you can have a plant or not a plant, a candle or something, then I would highly recommend doing that. Okay. I'll do that too. I love that. Thank you so much. Um, (laughs) Okay. So before I let you go, tell everybody where they can find you. Cause I want you, please, if you never listened to me before, listen to me now, follow Christina, you're not going to regret it. Like this is not, I don't know how else to say it, but you're not going to regret following her. It's going to be such a cool experience. She's sharing stuff that like she said earlier, like practical stuff that we can apply and really inspiring stuff too. I love everything that you share. Um, please tell everybody where they can find you, follow you, your website, all of the things, please. Thank you, Brittany. That means so much to me. And I would like to ask, I have an ask of your listeners that if you are following me on Instagram, because you heard me on this podcast, please DM me and let me know that like, Hey, I heard you on Brittany's podcast, maybe even like tag, tag Christina Hollier and Brittany Crossan and the social sunshine podcast 
in your stories. Let us know that you're listening because I want to, you know, personally know that this is how we connected. It would just be really nice. Um, but yeah, you can find me at ChristinaHollinger.com and on Instagram, Christina Hollinger. Those are like, I know Brittany, you're like a social media person and you probably think I should be on more platforms, but those, that's kind of what I favor the most right now is Instagram. <laughs> But I'm also on Facebook. You can find me there. No, 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 no. I no. Hey, you're rocking the Instagram life. So I think you keep rocking that. And then whenever you feel you can go and branch out for some, whatever reason, then do it. Yeah. You can find me anywhere, but you're going to get the most content and the most practical tips every day on Instagram, at least for now. Okay. All right. Go follow Christina, go to Christina's website, do all the things, check the show notes. Thank you so much for being here, Christina. I adore you. I think you're so awesome. And I appreciate you taking the time to help us. Thank you, Brittany. I appreciate you so much. Bye everyone. (laughs) Bye kiddo. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.